0: Hey, Diz After Dark listeners, I want to invite you all to join us over on ScareZone, Halloween Horror Nights podcast. ScareZone is a news, interview, history,
1: and commentary podcast all about Universal's premier Halloween event. It's hosted by fans and experts like me, Logan Seculo, former WWE superstar Scotty Two
0: Hotty, and Diz After Dark's own Chris Ripley. Subscribe however you get podcasts and head over to ScareZone.com for more information. We here at the show are proud supporters of Diz After Dark. And remember... Keep your eyes closed and your ears open on Zone. Now, Craig, there's been a lot of anticipation about this. You do know the the kind of weight that we are under to perform tonight on this first episode of Pop-Up Dark, don't you? I think, yeah,
1: yeah, but as well. No, no,
0: no, no, no. You know the pressure. You know the pressure? Yeah, yeah, I know the pressure. You're prepared for the pressure? Yeah, yeah, I've got the pressure. Then let's get on with it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, which is kind of the same thing I've already said, but welcome uh, to the first Pop After Dark. I am Nick, and you are... I am Craig. Yeah! <laughs> to the gruesome twosome. Um, this is uh, the kind of pilot, I suppose, of uh, of something we've been talking about, uh, another edition to the ever expanding after dark network.
1: Yeah, I mean it's lovely talking about Disney, but yeah you, you've got shackles on. It's lovely talking about Universal, but you've got screen based shackles on. Yeah. Um, there's a whole world out there, there's movies, there's games, there's toys, there's just 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 stuff. As Mary Mary
0: once sang um, take these shackles off my feet. I want to dance.
1: Yeah, they did play that. It's not. It's not just us two. Everyone else is indisposed tonight. We just thought we we're going to go for it. P Dubs is currently uh, chasing sheep around the Isle of Wight. I think he's currently
0: uh, chasing Kevin Curtis Allen around.
1: Yeah, that's the rumor. I don't <laughs> know for sure. Stalking him with the stalker. Um, <laughs> we think. The Gally- talented
0: Gally- Mister Ripley is Gally- off Has got some internet problems, I think.
1: Yeah, he's being talented elsewhere.
0: Yeah, he's,
1: he's probably on Logan at the moment. Well, I hope he's not on Logan. Yeah, yeah, he probably on won't Logan. like that. I think Logan might like that. Well, yeah, he's—I mean,
0: Ripley's a handsome chappy,
1: and Logan's got—you know—he's got that rugged bear-like, you know, Whoa. about him. He does. He does grow a lot, uh, Mister. Stolen is uh, in prison. With Bonnie <laughs> With Bonnie Fee. In the gulag.
0: Yeah. And, uh... and we're going to have... Well, the, the thing with this is that this is a bit more of an experiment, full stop. So yeah. this is going to be the podcast we kind of let loose a little bit. So um, I know, Craig, you've got some people you, you've got lined up um, that you want to come on for guest appearances. I've got some people that I want to bring on for guest appearances. And they're people that you may have heard... On other things Uh, in some instances you definitely won't have heard them because they're people that um, have uh, have expressed interest in doing podcasts and haven't found the right Avenue and hopefully this is gonna be it but for those that don't know what we're trying to achieve with this as Craig said it's it's not Disney it's not Universal and at times we may have to talk about things that cross paths because that's generally uh, pop culture as well but we're going to try and keep those for their respective shows. And this one really is up for us to kind of let loose on movies, films, uh, pop culture of all sorts, uh, retro things. Just just whatever we want really. It's kind of like a
1: potluck. Yeah, definitely. Now, definitely.
0: we always start this After Dark with uh, a beverage. Yeah, we do. I think it's only fitting uh, for this show, bearing in mind it's called Pop After Dark. Uh, to ask, are you drinking pop?
1: I can be for the um, for the pretend audience. I'm drinking tap water from Liverpool.
0: Well, if you uh, put it in a soda stream, other <sighs> uh, things are available that fizz water up. Then that would class it. Um, I've opted for uh, Old Faithful, uh, oh. Pepsi Max. It'd be wrong for me to kind of start the first episode of this new series. Drinking anything other than Pepsi Max because I tend to drink that a lot. And if Pepsi Max or Pepsi are listening to this, um, you know, oh, we yeah, sponsors we don't, we don't need sponsors, we've got some great sponsors still. Um but we
1: love you, Wendy. Yeah. We love you, Logan.
0: Yeah. But uh, you know, some free pop wouldn't go amiss. I think that's that's generally the thing. Now um we did ask the unofficial Dad's Army, the secret podcast page of, uh, of this After Dark and the After Dark Podcast Network, some uh, questions about topics, but we did have our own things as well, and breaking news, really, Craig, wouldn't you say?
1: What yeah, you definitely. Off
0: with? So, we're probably the first podcast uh, to talk about this, at least over here, I'd imagine. So, uh, Craig, kick us off.
1: Well, I've just literally got off um, my Apple TV and the iPhone 7. Is launching. It's uh, it's coming out for pre-order next week, um, along with the Apple Watch Two. They're not called it the Apple Watch Two. It's the Apple Watch Series Two.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: the Apple Watch Series One is still available for sale. They've increased the processing power of it and kept it out, so you can still buy that. But the Apple Watch series 2 is coming out gps it's got bigger processors and what else has it got oh it's fully waterproof so you can now go swimming in your apple watch which i've done anyway in my apple watch one (laughs) Uh, i'm just going to get the prices up dead quick oh and for the runners p-dubs the apple watch Nike edition is coming out Mm. it looks which is purely for runners with quick fire buttons that you can just go, I'm going on a run, bang, push this button and away you go. Um, the prices are, they've kept the prices the same. So it's uh, the 38 millimeters is two, six, nine. That's pounds because we get ripped off. We do get it's ripped two, two, six, nine dollars or two, six, nine pounds. Have a word you yourself, Apple, uh, or oh, as much as I love you, you're still having us off day. Yeah, but they have
0: got a big tax bill to pay in Ireland now.
1: Yeah, and all that tax relief goes to providing all the kids in America with their free iPads and all the teachers with free iMacs and free iPads. So figure that out. Maybe mm-hmm. our kids in England need some of that as well. Um, but anyway, so Series 2 is 369 which is the same price I paid for my Series 1 next, last year. So I will be upgrading. Uh, I don't know if you've got an Apple Watch or not.
0: Uh, i don't uh, this podcast doesn't provide me with enough money to buy a it might do it doesn't if, even uh, it doesn't even provide me enough money to buy a swatch watch
1: let alone an apple watch well the iphone 7's come out They finally retired the 32 uh, the 16 gig uh, not enough storage
0: well, a, i mean let's be honest who the bloody hell buys a 16 gig iphone because it carries what about four apps and about oh excuse me that's the pop about three
1: oh. albums I mean, it, yeah. it holds nothing. Well, once uh, the, what they were billing is uh, it's iCloud based. Everything's iCloud based now. So you don't really need. But I've got over 1,000 photographs on my 128 gig iPhone 6 Plus uh, sitting there now. So you've now got 32 gig, 128 gig, and 256 gig. So. Now, let's. I think before we talk any further,
0: because I mean, I've. I've uh i've only just got in from work so i I had a bit of a late one so i've seen bits and pieces but surely the biggest talking point about this phone is the fact there is as has been long rumored so no one should be surprised um but there is no headphone jack
1: yeah and i'm all right with that
0: i'm all right jack i don't care well you know what i was thinking about this because uh, again this has been rumored for a long time so there was not a shock but what i think is interesting with this is the fact um i don't know if you've ever used one but uh, because i've still got a 5s i've been holding off purposely uh i was going to upgrade to the 6s and i decided to hold off um and waiting for this phone to come out now my phone battery is terrible because i play a lot of games when i commute i'm often listening to a podcast playing some games right so the battery needs charging constantly
1: it's a a three-year-old phone now isn't it
0: as well yeah yeah and that doesn't help that doesn't help but um i use a power bank sometimes if i've got a long journey i'll use a power bank but you cannot use you wouldn't be able to use a power bank and earphones or headphones yeah
1: you can if you go with bluetooth headphones or the airpods which are launching in october for 159 pounds they are a work of pure beauty. They are the same shape as the Apple earbuds now that you can get. So they literally plop into your ear. They're totally wireless. There's no wires. It's not Bluetooth. It's wireless technology. And the they, they seamlessly transfer from your iPhone to your Apple Watch. So you can go out with your GPS, Apple Watch, loaded with music, use your ear, earbuds to go for a the run. They look absolutely beautiful. They've got a five-hour um, – hold. They, they, you can play back for five hours with them, and then you put them into a little cradle, which holds a 24-hour charge. So then you can give them a little boost, and they, the whole device is charged up with the lightning pin. Okay. Um, but they're also, you see they're covering all bases. They're killing off the headphone jack, but they're using the lightning connector. They're coming in the box with a set of not standard Apple earphones with a lightning connector instead of the the 3.5mm. And if you're still not happy about that, they're putting in a little adapter in the box with it so you can still use your expensive 3.5-pin um, plug thing, headphones with your new iPhone seven. So they've have covered all bases. You have to, you have to cover all bases, and I, mainly
0: because um, we have. Okay, we haven't talked about the other features of the phone, but the price points. I have seen the price points. It's yeah. a bloody expensive phone. Let's not, you know, mess around with this. It is an expensive phone.
1: It is, but they're also for the first time in the UK they've launched the um, the upgrade program. So, just pulling out an example for where are they? Uh, 128 gig iPhone 7 with Apple Care built in, interest-free payments, thirty-eight pound a month. That's, and that's not too bad, actually. For how long? For two years. 20 months but after the thing is after the 11 payments you can trade that phone in and just get the new iphone
0: that is that's quite compelling i'll be honest that is very compelling to me because um, that's free yeah not, i have a rolling i have a um a rolling contract like a, a monthly contract so I, i'd rather you, you know i'd rather do that than end up paying 50 or 60 quid for a decent um data allowance option because yeah. that's generally what you have
1: to Oh um, um, yeah, definitely
0: I mean I, when I looked to upgrade last year to the 6s um I think my I think my 5s contract was about 42 pound a month and I think they wanted me to pay about 55 pound a month I think and that was for less data than I was getting currently uh for a 32 gig phone and I was
1: like no you're right but that doesn't sound uh, too bad. Well, I'm paying now £19 a month, which I'm not. I'm paying um, six months 50%, so I'm paying £9.50 a month with three. Other network providers aren't available. But I'm getting eight gig of data, 600 minutes, 3,000 three to three minutes, and unlimited texts. So I can just take that SIM card with me. Yep. Boosh. I can also take my Apple, my iPhone 6+. plus. 128 gig traded in it was 240 quid with apple six weeks ago i presume it's going to be a bit less than that now mm-hmm. but, uh, i can trade that in for store credit to put towards whatever else i want and i might be trading me uh, apple watch first gen in as well wow mm. so so that's my news yeah and i mean
0: there are a few other things we haven't talked about so um there's now two cameras on the back of the phone
1: on the 7 Plus, that is, yes. Oh, just on the Plus? Okay. Yes. Okay. Which I've, I've just had two years of an iPhone 6 Plus, and it's a beautiful piece of kit with a stunning battery life. However, it's just too big.
0: So you would, you would personally revert down to uh,
1: a 7? I'm going to a 7, and before the 7 come out, I would have considered the SE, because the SE, up until today was basically uh, on par with the 6s for performance mm. Mm. and a, a beautiful small phone
0: and it's got a better processor and all the other bits they normally do yeah um okay cool so uh, yeah so i suppose the advice there is look at one of those plans rather than i mean it's it often works out cheaper to buy the phone outright anyway but if you buy it without the plan you're looking at what 600 pound for the, the base for the third
1: yeah. gig, uh, yeah, something like that. I mean, Let me just get I mean, it off.
0: I think it's five nine nine six nine nine
1: seven nine nine. Yeah, something like that.
0: And that's which, just for the regular size. That's not the plus. Which is expensive, but it's it's just Apple in it. Well, no, it is, but the thing is, it's something that I I mean, I use my iPhone more than anything other than in my work computer, and in fact, yeah. I probably use it more because. I only use that for a certain amount of time a day. My iPhone's with me all the time, so it can be used at any time. So it, it, it's a lot. It is a lot of money for what it is, but it gets used a hell of a lot
1: as well. Yeah, so, it's six nine nine. Um, for the hundred and twenty-eight gig. Yep. So. Yep. Beautiful.
0: I think. I mean, I, I personally, I think one two eight sounds good. I think. Two five six is the next size up isn't it?
1: yeah and that's an an extra hundred quid
0: yeah I, I don't I, I don't personally I don't see I'd need something that big. It's
1: but all it's all the live photos you see when wife wafi my wife my wife? got it has got a, a 6s and she every photograph she takes is a live photograph just takes a little bit more data than a normal photograph. Mm, Okay. You know, and with every camera performance, the the size of your photograph file is going up. Mm. So, and uh, the albums, see, you know, you used to be able to download an album for 30 megabytes of data. They're now like 120 megabytes of data. I don't know where it all, you know. So, stuff like that, you can very quickly fill. Although... The most I've ever got up to is about 70 gig on my 128 gig iPhone 6 Plus.
0: Okay, okay. So.
1: Mm. And there was another launch
0: day as well, which uh, I'll only mention in passing. and I don't want to talk too much about it, because we're going to be talking about this genre of things later on, but um, the new PS4 has been announced.
1: Oh, well, I just want to step over that. Potentially the biggest news out of the event.
0: Oh, the Apple event? Yeah. Yep.
1: Was Mario will be coming to iOS?
0: <laughs> That's not the biggest news, surely. Oh,
1: I wet my pants. What? Mario, Mario, run! Exactly. Oh, great, another running game. Not well, yeah, but it's a classic Mario game. But he just runs automatically, and you have to, its one finger operation. You're playing Mario with one finger. it's in the the app store now you can go and look at the video and you can get a notification when it launches and it's not an in-app purchase it's a one price it's a one-time deal so you can buy the game and play till your finger bleeds so
0: is is that the kind of so is that the new version of the u2 album is that to make up for giving everyone a crappy u2 album a, A free mario game
1: well, it's not a free game. it's not out yet. It's just in the app store, so you can look at it yeah, and you put you push a button for the notification when it launches so but you'll know anyway that's pretty big though, because I don't think I've ever seen
0: a like a a notify me button for an app before
1: no it is brand new. I think this is the first app it's come out for. mm yeah. but so the
0: pocket pl- you for him
1: PlayStation four, yeah. Yeah, So PlayStation Hot 4 Pro, I think it's called. Now, the Xbox relaunched last week, didn't it? Uh,
0: I don't know. I've got to be honest, and this is going to upset people that like video games and stuff. I'm not really... Uh, I had an Xbox 360, but I've not bought into the Xbox One at all.
1: Yeah, the new Xbox One came out last week. Very sleek, clean. It, it looks like a cereal box.
0: It's got a picture of a giant cock on it. Yeah. Or, or monkey, depending on your serial preference, <laughs> <hopefully.
1: laughs> I love cocks and I love monkeys.
0: Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah. Cockadoo do. So uh PS4 it, well, we thought it was gonna be called the Neo and it's come out and it's been announced as the pro. And oh, this own. is coming out just in time, or sorry, just after uh PlayStation VR.
1: All right, it's okay.
0: But it looks like it, like PlayStation VR is not exclusive to PS4 Pro. It's that'll work on on all, mon, uh, all monsters, all models of PlayStation 4. Um, well, what
1: is uh, what is PlayStation VR? VR. VR.
0: Or oh, virtual reality. Yeah, sorry. it's yeah. the headset. See, it's the headset that's coming out, and uh, there's a, a cracking Batman uh, game. That's coming out for it. There's they've been demonstrating Star Wars Battlefront on it as well, which will be amazing. Um, well, could you,
1: could you have a FIFA game uh, with VR?
0: Uh, I'd imagine so. I don't, I don't know. I've not looked too too much into it. I pl- a few years ago, I mean, it's just launching now, but um, a few years ago, I was uh, playing with Oculus Rift, which yeah. is the first one that kind of like the first attempt. At doing uh, virtual reality for a long time because um i mean i remember do you remember virtual reality in, like the early 90s those yeah, really, yeah. big heavy headsets
1: and um do you remember the craig charles tv show on channel 4 the game show um hang on what was the craig charles one
0: uh oh god yes um i think it was the bbc actually but i know what you're talking about and that was all virtual reality wasn't it
1: yeah, yeah, it ah, might have been BBC2, anybody... yeah. Because
0: it... Channel 4 had Games Master.
1: Oh, yeah, Games Master,
0: Dominic, yeah. Dominic, Mar- uh, Dominic Diamond and uh, Dexter Fletcher. And, um, yeah, Sky had Games World. And I do remember the Craig Charles and I think it was called, like, Cyber World or something. But, yeah, that was all virtual reality. And, yet, and it was people when uh, the things, it was a really... Because uh, virtual reality graphics back then were really odd looking yeah, things, blocky. very, yeah, very yeah. blocky. Um it was a good experience. I remember playing it in an arcade and I remember like thinking, you know, this is cool. I can see this working but I think it was just too clunky. And I, I know a lot of people got headaches and stuff for it. But um I demoed this Oculus Rift thing about three years ago and it was a uh, a roller coaster thing. Yeah. And uh, it was a bit like Big Thunder Mountain. That was the kind of style of roller coaster it was. And I remember you going up like a big lift hill and you could like look ar- like literally 360 degrees, look around, and see like birds flying in the sky and everything. And the graphics weren't great, but the but the actual concept itself was, and you see you could see it had real potential. Um, and then obviously Facebook bought Oculus Rift, um, and now everyone's trying to get in on on the action. And I think PlayStation is probably the most likely to succeed um, out of it. But um, yeah, PlayStation Pro. So it's just a, a a higher powered PlayStation. What's interesting though is that this isn't a replacement; it's an upgrade. Um, and if you, so, so, just for example, if you wanted to go and buy a PlayStation Pro, and you wanted to play me on something like FIFA,
1: yeah,
0: you would obviously have like amazing graphics when you were playing it. But I could still play against you on my PlayStation Four. Ah. Uh, and it's well, going that- to be it's going to be HDR. Um, which obviously we're used to with uh, iPhones and stuff like that, but um, that's also going to be made available on the PlayStation 4 and the other newly announced machine, which is the um, PlayStation Slim, PlayStation 4 Slim.
1: You see, I've got a play, I got a launch day PlayStation 4. Okay. And it's. I don't give it the, the time it deserves because I've got a family and I a, a work and all that. So I play, play FIFA basically with my mate or ISS Pro. Hmm. And that's as far as it goes. We've, we've both bought the Tiger Woods game. Eh, not the Tiger Woods, you can't say that name anymore, can you? The, uh, the golf game.
0: Rory, is it Rory?
1: Rory McGrath, yeah. <laughs> it's Rory McGrath's golf. Yeah. I love Rory McGrath, McGrath's yeah. golf game. He's just bladdered. Yeah. Um, well, Rory McElroy. Rory McElroy that's the one. We bought that. Now this is a fifty-pound game, and we got it for twenty pounds on Amazon. And then we got we were on holiday when we both ordered it. When we got home, it had been delivered. When we turned the PlayStation on and went into our PlayStation stores, because we are the PlayStation Plus subscribers, right. you could get that game. For five pounds. <laughs> no way. Way. That
0: is crazy, town. Although I imagine that's probably because, like, you know, PGAs like Fifas, they update them every year, don't they? With little tweaks. So
1: yeah.
0: I wonder if that. Um, I've got. Uh, I bought PlayStation 4 last year. Um, I bought it because my wife knew Your that wife? I wanted uh, the new Batman game, and it was only on PlayStation 4 or Xbox One. I could have it on PlayStation 3, so um, she gave me some money for my birthday, uh, and the kids did, so I could treat myself to one. And I got the revised one. So last year they revised the PlayStation 4, so it's a bit quieter. It's apparently not as temperamental as the early versions of the console. I think there's been three upgrades since yeah. the
1: launch console. Um, mine, mine spits the disc out every so often and just crashes for no reason.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, my, I, I'm lucky in that... The the new one uh, doesn't seem to have any of those kind of issues. Um, Mine's been pretty reliable, actually. I don't think I've had a single issue with it. Uh, Excuse me? That's my dog, everyone. I don't know what he's... uh... My dog! Um, And um, like you, um, I don't get much time to to play on it properly. But I do have... um, I got bought for my birthday this year, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens which is very good, very fun. Um, I've also got Star Wars Battlefront for Christmas, which, if you like Star Wars, is great, but it's, it's really an online-only game. There's no story mode or anything like that, so... That's what put me off. It's, if you can get it... I mean, you can probably get it now for about 20 quid, and it's worth that. It's worth a punt. And if you get it, we'll, we'll set up a session, we'll play that together. But um, I, I don't play like you. I don't play as much on it as, as I like. I have bought the Warriors for it because that was on Saudi the other day and I used oh. to have that on the PlayStation 2 and I loved it however like most of the games in that store like the retro games like um, HD remakes
1: yeah. the
0: Warriors is literally a PlayStation 2 port so the graphics are still pretty cruddy oh
1: Play's I didn't well, remember but, that
0: yeah, yeah it's a good game but yeah I was disappointed it wasn't an HD remake um, and also bought Tron Run R so lot of running games uh, yeah I've got one.
1: that it's pants what yeah music's good graphics are good the music's amazing
0: yeah it's not as good as a film but it's still a good soundtrack for the game it, it is and i only paid like six quid for it or something so you know i think it was good value for that i wouldn't have paid full price for it but um i've also been buying a lot of the infinity stuff now that's been discontinued
1: the the disney infinity disney infinity yeah that was why someone hasn't sued disney for that that was an absolute disgrace why would you say well because could you imagine if you've actually shelled out all the money to buy everything oh. and this this was a game that's going to evolve and we're going to add to it and we're going to evolve and the graphics are going to get better you're going to get upgrades yeah, it, uh, it literally lasted year. two years
0: it's, no, like it's lasted three years. They've done three versions of it. This was coming into this would have been its fourth year, its fourth version of. But the thing is, like they're turning off eventually. I don't know. Uh, they're turning some of it off this year, but you know the online stuff. Some of that will be going. But the games themselves will still be there. Um, I I'm too old to start messing about with the Minecraft Lego side of. Uh, the game of like building your own worlds and stuff like that. I just want to get into playing the game itself. So yeah. I've got like Guardians of the Galaxy. I've got Inside Out. I've got Star Wars, the original
1: trilogy Could, Star Wars. Um, can you buy it and not have to have all the get all the little toys?
0: So the main thing. So if you're if so if anyone's listening to this who hasn't got Infinity or hasn't played it but is tempted to buy some now it's as cheap as it is, because you're looking now at probably five quid for a figure, where they used to be about 12, 15 quid. Um, The game you can get for about 10, 15 quid. Um, And and there's a few elements here. So you get figures, and they're the characters you'll actually play in the games. right? And then you get play sets. And they normally come packed with two figures. So there was a Toy Story one, And you got a. What did you get? You got Buzz and Jesse. And you got a little play piece. Like it was a crystal shaped Buzz Lightyear spaceship.
1: Why would you want Buzz and Jesse?
0: Well, hang on, hang on. So that was was who you got in that pack. Then there was a Cars one where you got Lightning McQueen and Mater, I want to say. Can't remember. Or Sally. Um, And you got a, a Piston Cup play piece. Uh, Gone of the Galaxy come okay. with one. Uh, there was a Marvel, there was a Spider-Man one, and basically, if you buy a two-pack, they would come. A, a lot of them, not all of them, would come with a clear plastic play piece with it in the, in between the two figures. That would be that little play piece would be the world that you play in. So if you got the Cars one, you got the Cars land, you have got the Cars uh, story levels and all that kind of stuff, right? If you got Spider-Man One, same thing. The Avengers, it was uh, Tony Stark's Avengers uh, apartment um, was a play piece. So you need the play pieces to play as the actual story. But if you buy the figures, you can use the figures in the offline mode or the uh, I think it's called the toy box mode. That's what it's called. Which is where you can kind of go and make your own levels and everything like that. You can still do all that stuff in the game. It's just that you won't be able to. Download uh, people's created levels and all that kind of stuff going forward, um, but you can still play the games. You can still but play the
1: games. Don't you think because they've basically had people off, they should now just let you unlock everything in the game, give you full access? Here's all the characters on us because we've had you off. We've shit on you.
0: I don't see the thing is I don't know. I mean, look, they've they've stopped doing it because it's not making a money. It's it's making it's a loss it was a loss leader and it turned out to be making more losses than it was any kind of
1: game. Well, the, the typical Disney, they've come in five years after the bubbles burst. You know, Sky Rangers or whatever they're called, mm. was massive. Now, yeah. that's di- that's died to death. But as that's coughing up blood and dying a death, Disney launches their idea. Yeah. Which was a blatant rip-off.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, and to be fair, Lego have done the same thing. Last year, Lego launch dimensions now what's good about lego dimensions is the fact the licenses they've got are crazy right? i don't know if you've if you've actually looked into this because i haven't i can't justify buying lego dimensions because i think it's about 90 quid or something for the starter pack right so there's a lot, a lot of money to lay out on a game but if you go into like a, a toys r us or other toy and video game retailers are available but if you go in there and see the lego sets you can buy And it works like Infinity. You get like a little game piece that will be the level for um, whatever the toys are. Right? You can buy Doctor Who. You can buy The Simpsons. You can buy Back to the Future. You can buy Gremlins. You can buy Mission Impossible. You can buy Harry Potter. You can buy Lord of the Rings.
1: Gremlins? Did you say Gremlins? Gremlins, right? Wait,
0: Gremlins is Gremlins is coming out in uh, either this month or next month. It's coming out soon. It was in the teaser trailer. uh, the A-Team, they've oh. got one coming out. The, the licences they've got are ridiculous. Ghostbusters, both uh, males and females. Um, it's it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, so that I, I can see why that might have a bit more longevity. And also, uh, LEGO have a lot of success with their games, as it is, anyway. So they might have a bit more money behind them. I've always felt with Disney... Um, They've always kind of I don't know they've not really played their cards right when it's come to making video games and stuff like that. There was that big push a few years ago when they did Epic Mickey and uh, Tron and at that at that point they were taking video games a bit more seriously, but that kind of died a death as well. And as soon as Disney Infinity you know they've, they've, they've let it live for three years. it's not made of money they pulled a the plug on it. and that seems to be it for Disney games. I think they're better off just doing what I used to do in the past, and letting somebody else make the games. Maybe. I mean, do you remember it's, like the old Aladdin game?
1: Yeah, like uh,
0: they were fun. Yeah, and wasn't there a, a Lion King game, which was basically
1: yep. the Aladdin game?
0: Yep, yep, but with a lion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was a Hercules game, which was
1: uh, like the Lion King game, and but and no all game. of them were all of them were basically the RoboCop game. <laughs> Or the, uh, the Batman
0: game. Oh, man, I used to love both of those games. Especially, what I liked to record was the fact that to uh, like regain your health, you had to eat baby food. Yeah. Which, of course, you know, from the film, but even so, uh, did make me laugh when that was, uh, that was something. Well, already, we've already gone off on loads of different tangents. Um, was there anything else that you, before we kind of go over to... Um, the other things we wanted to uh, we got asked to talk about um, was there anything else you wanted to uh, bring up um
1: you had the idea of what was your first computer game console device that's correct uh, now there's a few although we both look the same age there's a there few years between us just a couple so i'm 42 you're 32 if i remember rightly
0: i uh, just turned 33
1: oh oh catching up catching up
0: (laughs) oh ever so slowly
1: ever so slowly (laughs) yeah so for me my first console was way back in 1980 and it was the vic 20
0: so that was that was actually before i was born oh god (laughs) only just Ah. though And just think i mean if you think that's bad i mean that was only three years before i was born how many years was that before man was born (laughs)
1: Oh God! Do
0: you know what I mean? That, that's when it starts getting really scary. When you think about it like that. Um, okay, so the Vic 20. So that was quite a um, that was quite a popular machine. I remember that being it was, quite popular at the time.
1: It was Commodore based. Um, now the prices I've got up here are two hundred and ninety nine US dollars as the introductory price. I seem to remember an advert in the UK for one hundred and ninety nine pounds. It that might that right? have been. Might have been £299. I can remember that the big hook was you got change of a penny because it was 99 pence. You got a penny change. That,
0: well, that was a big advertising push. You, you got, buy, pay, buy this for £200, you get a penny back.
1: Yeah. Now, listen to the memory. 20 kilobytes of <laughs> of ROM and 5 kilobytes of RAM. Expandable to thirty-two kilobytes.
0: Thirty-two kilobytes. It, I don't even know what it is. Well, I know. I, I do. It's it's extremely tiny. That's like what you'd get on a watch.
1: Well, a George Michael, uh, a George Michael single now is about four megabytes. Mm. So there you go. The graphics, oh, hundred and sixteen.
0: And let's go. Let's go back to that last statement. Uh, any reason for George Michael? he just
1: come into my face. Uh, he just come into my head. Yeah, no, I think he was right the first time. Okay. Yeah, so... Uh, I can remember a night of entertainment with the Vic 20, the Commodore Vic 20, was you've bought the latest Vic 20 magazine, <laughs> which would hold pages and pages of computer programming. Mm-hmm which you had to type in and if you made one mistake the whole game would be it it would crash after two seconds or it just wouldn't load at all and the games were snake like you know uh, nokia phone snake if you were lucky you know and then we did upgrade in about 84 to the amstrad 464
0: yeah, some people wouldn't say it's an upgrade, but well, and let's... I us it all to an Amstrad.
1: Let's have a little look, shall we? Because uh, I think graphically it was quite a. Let's uh... where's that gone? I'm getting all old now. I'm trying to find what it. You again. mean you're getting all old now? Yeah. <laughs> um, now this one had a tape deck built into it.
0: Into it, okay
1: in the in the keyboard so you would load the tape in you would type in run yep and off it would go now the game that i can remember or the games for this you're still not born are you born yet or are you oh, won? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah yeah I, i'm
1: one yep okay was chucky egg yep manic miner yep jet set willy of course now would you have played all these as a little toddler um right so well
0: carry on with what you've got to say and i'll I'll come on to that but um i think of all of those i think the only one we had was chucky egg but that's because i don't think jet set willy was on my first computer
1: all right okay well Well,
0: I i know of them but i don't think i ever played them at that age
1: did you have monty mole then
0: No, no. Anyway, carry on with yours. We'll we'll come on to one in a minute.
1: Right, well, the memory in the Amstrad 464 was 64 kilobytes. (laughs) No kilobytes. Or, if you were posh, 128 kilobytes. Which you could expand to 576 kilobytes. So, it literally pissed all over the Commodore VIC-20. See...
0: Uh, um, uh, like Apple, are you listening to this? Even back then, you could expand stuff, and yep. still, still no expansion on uh, on Apple product. Well, on their phones at least, anyway.
1: And I'm looking at the photographs of this computer, and we spent hundreds of hours on this mm-hmm. as as a family. my brother, and sister, we would spend hours playing um, the Rocky Horror Show game. <laughs> the Ghostbusters game. Yeah. Daily Thompson's decathlon.
0: Now, the Ghostbusters game. Yes. Right, so I'll tell you what, right, I'll, I'll jump in here. So I'll talk to you about my first computer. Okay. Um, in fact, before we do, should we give Wendy a plug?
1: Wendy from Magical Journeys Travel. Magical Journeys Travel. She's absolutely beautiful. She's agreed to sponsor a uh, Universal After Dark, as well as Diz After Dark. So, there you go. I haven't got the script in front of me. I can't remember what the script is. Uh,
0: if you mention us, and I I mean, it was always if you mentioned Diz After Dark, but I think if you mention any of the After Dark Podcast Network shows, you'll, yeah. you'll get the $25 off your uh, deposit.
1: Yeah, and you can follow her on Twitter at WP... Magic Journeys, Magic Journeys, yep. and the website is wmagicjourneys.com. So go and hit Wendy up, tell her we sent you, and hopefully soon we'll be playing a shiny Wendy advert with a beautiful, sexy voice. That's
0: right, lovely Wendy, lovely Wendy. So back on, and my first computer. Well, I say my first computer. It wasn't. It was my dad. Um, I mean, this see. Sure. back in the days when uh, my father uh, wouldn't have disowned me, so he let me play on such things. And uh, the first computer we had was a, almost similar to you, a Commodore 64. Oh, yeah. Now, a Commodore 64, um, so I, I remember playing on it. I've got, I've got a really odd memory in that I can remember some things from when I was quite young. So, like, about the age of about three or four, we've worked out to be the things that I talk about or I have memories of. And the first game I really remember playing on the Commodore 64 was Bruce Lee.
1: Vaguely.
0: Now, Bruce Lee had some cracking music that went... um, over and over, pretty much, and you had to collect lanterns. And it was a side-scrolling game... Very basic graphics, and you had to collect these lanterns by jumping up and picking them up, and you had a green sumo man and a black ninja, um, and they were the villains, and you could uh, fly and kick them. Very, very good. And it was the first game I ever completed at the age of wow. about five. It was only 30 screens long, it wasn't a particularly long game, but at the time it felt like a massive, massive achievement. Um and I had Ghostbusters, so when you said that I was like, oh, ooh, ooh. now Ghostbusters on the Commodore 64, because sometimes the games would be very similar yep. on Amstrad and Spectrum and Commodore 64. Like graphically they'd be different, but the games would be the same. I remember with Ghostbusters, you had to um, you had the, you had like the little ghost logo, and you used to move it around the screen to like enter buildings and stuff like that.
1: Move it around the map, yeah? That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... And and to, to go in the building, the building would start flashing red. Yep. And you would have to circle that building to activate it, I think, to go into it. Yep. And then you would go to a screen where you had to put your trap down. Yep. Um, the Slimer would be sliming around. It was always a Slimer, I seem to remember. Yep. And then you're, you would um, not cross the streams... And you would not cross the streams and catch them.
0: Yeah. I remember a few years later after that. Um, <laughs> there's some pop. Um, the um, yeah, so I'm, I remember Ghostbusters. And I played that a lot. I didn't have Daley Thompson, but I did have Track and Field, which was the other version of yeah. Daley Thompson. I had uh, Frank Bruno uh i think it was called frank bruno punch out
1: something like that it yeah was
0: a, it was a rip-off of the nintendo game um i mean I, we we used to have loads of games now you mentioned a cassette deck we had a cassette deck but ours was um an external one
1: yeah standalone yeah Yep.
0: Yeah. and we i also had the floppy disk drive
1: whoa you're now, well posh
0: now the thing is right kids don't really well kids today don't even know what floppy disk is but when I was at school, a floppy disk was a little blue, normally a little blue disk, about three and a half inches long, um, with a little silver bit at the front that slid around. Right? But on a Commodore 64, they were proper floppy disks. like They literally were floppy, because they were big and thin, and a big hole in the middle. Yeah. Um, and you used to be able to play games on there. And the, the benefit of that was they used to take it up, they used to run a lot quicker I remember buying games on cassette and one in particular was um, Aliens, right? Oh, I remember that. we had the game of Aliens. Now, there's a couple of different versions, but the one I had was supposed to be based... It was called the US version. And the US version was basically like the arcade game where um, instead of it being like a a puzzle game, it would be like a side-scrolling thing. And the first level was you flying the dropship and uh, you had to land it on the planet. And then what you'd do is you'd wait ages for the tape to load up the game. You'd have that level, and then it would say, turn over the tape. Ugh. And you'd turn over the tape after completing the first level and wait for it to load again. And the thing is, like, I mean, Craig, you'll you're test to this. Like, we're not talking, like, a couple of, like, minutes that you might get on a PlayStation sometimes. You would sometimes have to leave sets to, like, load up for, like, ten minutes, if not more.
1: Well, when, it, when the Apple TV 4th Gen come out uh, at the end of last year, mm. there was outrage because you could install an app, a game, and it would give you the very basics of the game, but then it would download what it needed as the game went on. Oh. And you're talking, you're talking seconds, 5, 10, 15 seconds at a max just to download the next level of your Apple TV 4th Gen game. With these games, you're talking fifteen minutes. Oh, easy. I mean, I remember putting a game on with like when I was going to
0: go and have my tea. Get like putting it on, going downstairs, having like my dinner, uh, finish it, going back upstairs, and it still hadn't loaded.
1: But you could also you because you listened to that computer program. If you played the game over and over and over and over, you listened. You knew the noise of that computer program.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're
1: right. Uh, and you could tell if there was an imperfection on the tape because the noise would make a, a different tone, mm. say, th- 30 seconds in. And you would go, that's going to crash that. That's, yeah. go- that, that's not going to work now. No. no and right. then a few seconds later, the, game, the computer would crash. Absolutely unbelievable.
0: Mm. Like, Honestly... Kids say you don't know you're born when it comes to this stuff. Now, the, uh, the memory on a Commodore 64 was yes. 64 kilobit of RAM and 20 kilobit of ROM.
1: Uh, and do you know how much it cost? I'm going to guess
0: $595. Might be something like that, Craig. You might be looking at the same Wikipedia page that I am. It's, uh, at all it's- $1. One thousand four hundred and eighty one pounds and twenty five pence in today's money.
1: That's bizarre. That's sickening. When you think you can go into Apple now and buy the brand new iPad Pro, top of the line, two hundred and fifty six gig and it's cheaper than that. Mm hmm. And you could literally fly a spaceship with that.
0: Yep. Or you could control the lights in a Disney store. Yeah because I've, I've seen what they do with that that's that's uh, for another podcast I, I imagine
1: I've um, seen what pe- people have started to do now I was watching on Facebook yesterday, you can go into a, a, a stereophonic shop of, or electric shop at Curry's or whatever you can connect your I device or whatever Android device to a Bluetooth speaker and then you can turn the volume up dead loud and play porn <laughs> <laughs> not no, other f-
0: we uh we like agree with that
1: so no but we say but if you do do it send us the video oh yeah absolutely
0: oh. yeah 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 we'll have that we'll have the video we'll have the audio we'll put the uh the video on the website and the audio will play out on the podcast
1: yeah definitely
0: yeah we don't we don't mind that we're not going to condone it but we're certainly not going to tell you not to send it into us if you uh if you choose to do so
1: well, do you want to carry this on, or do you want, uh, or do you want to go back to it? And we'll start. We'll go into the nineties then, and uh, the introduction of Sega and yeah, I was how I say.
0: I, I think that's that's not a bad place to leave it because I mean it would have been um, you know because I would have asked this to the rest of the uh, the people on the show. So, um,
1: well, I've we'll just, ask him next week. Have um, you seen when the Commodore sixty four was discontinued? Uh, no, I didn't see that actually. April, nineteen
0: ninety four. Well, I I remember because late late on its life, so we're talking uh, pre Mega Drive, but post Master System or pre NES and uh, yeah. post NES and pre SNES. Um, that the Commodore sixty four then like relaunched with cartridges because I had a friend that had. One of those, and the graphics were a lot better, and it was a lot quicker to run, obviously, than the cassettes were. And that was about 88, 89, I think. I remember you had Fiendish Freddy's Big Top of Fun, which is a, a weird, weird game. Uh, as a, as the name suggests, it was a circus-themed game. Um, but um, yeah, so that doesn't surprise me that it lasted longer than you'd expect it to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I think what we should do. So all we'll that is that's that's our sort of our first computers or the first kind of video games that we played. Um, we'll have we'll ask the same thing to our guests on the next edition of this, um, and also to you listening, if you want to let us know what your firsts were, um, then we'll talk about it. Um, yeah. And yeah, next time we'll talk about because um, I didn't get a console until quite late on. I had my Commodore 64 and an Amiga later on, but I didn't have a a console for a while. So it would be interesting to see when people first got those. So we'll talk about that on another one. But...
1: Well, drop us an email at disafterdark at gmail.com and we'll read them out. And all I'll say is, I always picked the wrong console. That's all I'll say. Did you pick Betamax by any chance? We didn't, but Stuart Holland, my mate, did.
0: Not the whole Meister, for the second time in about four shows.
1: Yeah. flying man, he He's did. getting around. Well, if you're listening, he, he won't be. He won't remember.
0: Yay. You never know. You never know. So we had, uh, we had a few... We asked if there was any topics that we wanted to talk about, and we got a few. Now, um, we haven't got time to talk about all of them tonight. Well, that's good, because that's future content, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So, um, sorry, Gary... I will ignore your question just because we've asked it and answered it on the podcast before. But um, let's go with um, let's go with Jed Penner, who asked us two questions, and I'm going to go with one of them, and we'll do the other one on probably the next show, show after. And uh, one of his questions was, "What is your most embarrassing?" pop culture toy or item you have ever purchased <sighs> now we've I mean the thing is we've got a bit of experience between us so we'd have been there for a lot of movie toys um a lot of odd merchandise you don't I don't think you get as much merchandise for big films now as you used to like if you remember like when the first Batman like the, the not the first ever Batman film but I'm talking the 89 Batman when it made a resurgence. You could get Batman everything. Yeah. The only thing that comes close now is Star
1: Wars. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I mean, I'm I'm struggling here because I want to hear what you got first to see if it'll jog any memories Mm or... Because I'm not... I don't necessarily buy... I've got like four vinyl missions, for example. Nah,
0: I don't think I don't even think they're that embarrassing, really. Well, I have to say that because I've got a lot more than you have. But um, I mean, I'm trying to really think about some stuff that I've got. I would say the weirdest thing. And I can't remember if I mentioned this before on another show, but the weirdest pop culture item I've got is, in some ways, probably shaving fun Ken a Barbie doll that I'd never, ever opened and bought just because it made me laugh in the shop. Not that long ago, actually, probably about 10 years ago, I bought that. It was, it's a much older toy. I think it's like early nineties, but I didn't buy it all that long ago. I was, oh, okay. I was yeah. Barbie yeah. Doll. I've got
1: something. I've got some.
0: Okay. Um, I've got, I've got some more, but I'll let you go with your next. So, one. well, I need to know
1: shaving fawn. Yep. Yeah. Ken. Shaving Fun Ken, yeah. So, where's he shaving? <laughs> it's a Barbie
0: doll. Of course it's his face.
1: But has he got pyabs? Because that's what everyone wants to know.
0: Has he got what? Pyabs. Uh, don't speak to girls.
1: <laughs> Pubes.
0: did Oh, I didn't, I didn't check. I, I said I never opened it. But so, the advert suggested it was just his face.
1: And how did you shave it? Was it It was a a little switch where you would make a stubble appear, or like.
0: No, uh, it was the it was the opposite actually. Um, So he had um, very fashionable early nineties George Michael stubble, like designer stubble, Um, and then it came with uh, a kind of razor looking like thing, but it was uh, like a foam head on it, rather than obviously like a, a metal or plastic blade and i am assuming so i've never tried it so i'm just assuming but i'm sure it's a youtube video or something you wet it and as you uh use that magic brush that magic razor on his face the five o'clock shadow disappeared
1: oh, you could well put a, a nice little air strip on him
0: oh no i mean the thing is if i if i was able to get access to it and uh you know could i would just where now. is it? Oh, it's 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 like every decent thing I've got from my childhood, except my parents, so it'll oh. never, be, never ever be seen again. <laughs> so um, it's been
1: banned on a bonfire. Then
0: not no, because I know them, and um, it it wouldn't be because they wouldn't want to do it, but I know they're too lazy to do it. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Um, so it's 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 all there. I've got so much stuff like that. Um, so, I'd say I'll give you some other examples before you give give your one over. So that's quite uh, embarrassing. I had a Britney Spears doll. Um, I didn't have no, I didn't no. I thought I had Spice because I didn't, I never got Spice Girls ones, but I did get a Britney Spears one, and it was Britney Spears, uh, "Hit Me Baby One More Time," oh. so, in gear outfit. Um. It never left the box, I just had it on a shelf. I know what people will think of me, that's two items now that are both girls' dolls. But I never actually played with girls' toys, not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, it was just stuff that I thought was quite fun to have on my shelf. Um, what else did I have? I think that's probably about it. Um, oh, I'll tell you what else. Odds. But not necessarily embarrassing. I had a Talking Steve Irwin action figure. Where Steve
1: he the, Irwin. And um, the
0: Crocodile Hunter.
1: Yeah.
0: You press, you press a button on him and he go, Shoof! Look at the size of that croc! Um, and I had... Um, what else is kind of embarrassing? I had a... And this is good, actually. I had a cuddly toy of Mr. Bigglesworth. Now, Mr. do you know who Mr. Bigglesworth is?
1: I know the name. Yeah. But I can't put a face to him.
0: Well, you won't. It's a cat. But Mr. Bigglesworth was Dr. Evil's cat from Austin Powers, that
1: hell Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah.
0: Now, there used to be a shop in South End that used to always sell um, out, of, um, out of interest stuff. So, um, you know, this was probably a couple of years after the Austin Powers film had come out. Um, and I used to always sell like old South Park toys and all that kind of stuff really cheap and I had this cat for about two quid and I thought that would be great if I ever wanted to dress up like Dr Evil I'll take a punt on two quid this cat just sat on the shelf for years I thought it was funny everyone else thought it was ridiculous so eventually um, I was told to just get rid of it and I said no 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 I'm sure it's worth some money even if it's just a few quid so uh, my uh said put it on ebay you won't get anything for it i put it on for a pound sold for 46
1: nice
0: yeah so that showed her about my crappy cat so that's probably the most embarrassing pop culture stuff i've got but i will tell you this jed if i do think of anything else i will definitely mention it on another show but what about yourself craig right
1: well you've already stole some of me thunder there i have got in the loft Yep. A complete set of Spice Girls dolls. Yeah! Because, obviously, it's the 90s. 97, I think they exploded, or 96. Yep, yep. I would have been... I got married in 98. I was 24. So, I'm into Oasis. I'm into Blair. Supergrass. Yep. You know, all that type of stuff. Yep. But the Spice Girls just i got caught up in the the emotion the wave of euphoria about them oh yeah the videos the, were just stunning and uh I'm, I'm gonna say i went out and i uh, i've got the dolls in the loft somewhere that's awesome man now to follow that up fast forward to what about five years ago high school musical three comes out yep and our Eve, who's now twelve, she would have been about five or six, I think, when that came out. Yep. And again, I took her to the pictures for the second viewing of the film, my first viewing of the film, I got sucked up in it. Quite an emotional ending to be honest. Uh, so I've got a set of high school musical three dolls as well. And that's pretty good. That's embarrassing. And um, but they are going to pay me mortgage off when they do High School Musical Four: The Reunion, and they're all ex- exactly. ex-crack addicts and whatnot. Some of them are now. Now, I mean, talking um, your Mr. Bigglesworth, I got I saved up with PG tips and sent off to buy my wife a large life-size monkey a large life-size monkey not human size i mean actual in the advert size monkey because you can get them free with um, some of the pg tips can't you and he's yeah, like but they're a,
0: quite small ones
1: small this was a nice big it was a weapon basically wow it was it was nice he could sit on your knee he was lovely and we had him for a few years on a shelf <laughs> monkey oh monkey I used to put a uh, Vaseline in his mouth No never.
0: <laughs> well actually that that has reminded me, right? Two no things. Firstly no not not that. Not not the last thing you said. So two things. First of all, the Spice Girls dolls, right? Because I, mem- I remember those really well when they first come out. Um I remember at that time there was a lot of um they went through a phase of doing like musical dolls of, of those kind of things because I remember they did some for Bewitched Oh, they've, got, they've got to be worth nothing surely
1: where are bewitched now
0: well that's that's a question isn't it i I, yeah. I know they did some of them did a reunion a few years ago on on tv i do i saw some of that um they did bewitched ones i remember them doing one steps as do you well. think they had
1: westlife ones you yeah, they, yeah yeah
0: yeah uh... no, i definitely had westlife ones um and what was the other ones oh i tell you what, my favorite ones were Sync, right because they did an album cover that was them as, like, puppets. And they made dolls of those puppets. And I remember buying uh, an ex-girlfriend, a Justin Timberlake puppet. Uh, it was basically just, like, a Barbie doll of him, but like, but turned into, like, a puppet with strings and stuff. That was quite weird. But um, I remember, uh, like, when you said about Monkey and talk about stuff like that, I... It was it, the summer of '99, probably the best summer of my life. And I was old. How old
1: are you at this point? '99,
0: uh, just turned 16.
1: So you're yeah. an Essex wide boy, so you've got the fanny part. I've, you've got, got,
0: the... I've got a pair of um, fake. Uh, what were those loafers called? Ah, uh, what were those Essex loafers? Every. Get used to wear them. I've got no uh, idea. Oh, someone's gonna someone's gonna tell me. Someone's gonna tell me not tonight though. And um, what was the other things? You jeans, uh, jeans, duffer jumpers, all that kind of crap. Anyway, <laughs> no, I didn't have any of that stuff. But I remember walking past the Levi's shop in uh, my local shopping centre. Peckham? Uh, no, no, unfortunately not. No, it was uh, it was Lakeside. Well, actually, that wasn't my local, but it was one I used to go to a lot. So we went to the Lakeside. They had a Levi's shop. And I was walking past it, and I what's that? No, surely not. I walked in there, not jeans, not t-shirts, no, no, no. Flat Eric. Oh. Now, at this time, I think the advert had been on TV for a couple of months. Everyone was obsessed with that stupid song, um, and loved that advert of him bopping his head to the song in the car. And they had Flat Eric puppets. And I'm sure it was 20 or 25 quid I paid for it and i honestly thought it was the best money i'd ever spent at that point and i think i played with it for about 5 minutes got bored of it and it just sat in my room gathering dust everywhere. i've
1: literally for- i've filed that away and i'm having to go on youtube as we speak yeah and yeah. look for flat eric
0: i completely for- it was only when you mentioned monkey and then all of a sudden it came back into play i haven't
1: thought about flat eric in years oh god yeah. I'm sure I had a glove a hand puppet of him. Well, eventually...
0: So, like, that was something you could buy in the Levi's store. Oh. And, um... You could only buy it in Levi's, but eventually you could buy him everywhere. So, yeah. like, that wouldn't surprise me you did and you could get him for the car with, like, such-and-cup hands and... You know. But he basically became the new, um... God the Gopher? No, well, yeah, I suppose in a way. No, I was thinking more. Do you remember. um, uh, Garfield was popular, but do you remember when they did um, the Grimmy dogs that had the Garfield towel coming out of his mouth? Do you remember those? No. So, you mean like everyone had Garfield in their cars in like the 80s, and then there was a dog called Grimmy, and Grimmy was like the anti Garfield. And then you could buy a cuddly toy of Grimmy. I think he was called Grimmy anyway, something like that. Anyway, this dog had Garfield's tail coming out of his mouth, and he used to have a badge on it say, "Curiosity Killed the Cat." And it was the same time. Do you remember that? So I saw a lot of those, and also the ones of the old man that used to pull his pants down to moon you. Do you
1: remember those? Yeah, I remember them. You'd push the the air controlled. That's
0: right. Yeah, yeah. You to, like have a little pump thing. Yeah, you used to pull his trousers down and moon you. Yeah, yeah. Grimmy dogs. I'm sure they were called Grimmy dogs. Oh, I'm going to look it up now. Anyway, that's that's some some embarrassing stuff. But
1: um, well, there's there's another show topic, isn't it? Uh, kids TV um, characters. You know, like Bobby the oh. banana. Yeah. The Golden
0: there. We could go on. That that could run and run, yeah. and, run and run and run. But I so
1: think, that has got to have its own show, Annie.
0: Oh, easy. But I, I I think like um like we just said with with that um with, with like the like the um the other top, topic about computers and stuff like that. If you have got um memories of buying embarrassing pop culture memorabilia, let us know.
1: Because I if you've you, got
0: autographs, Ah, even better. Yeah, and I think we should definitely put some stuff on the Facebook page and uh, maybe even the website as well. But what I'd like from this show as well is just, you know, it's quite random, but I like, I'd like to have more interaction. And to be honest, today, we only put that question on that Facebook page today and we got quite a lot of interactions, probably more than when we asked these After Dark questions, actually. Yeah. Maybe because this show's so broad. So... Um, i'd love really love for you listening to this show to contribute just email us um messages on the facebook page um message us privately whatever it is tweet us um with your contributions we'd love to hear from you and uh, we would include it in f- for future shows so um yeah and it was it was called Grimmy. yeah Grimmy the dog there you go i'll try and find a picture of the actual cuddly toy and uh, and still on our website, but uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, we've been going for about uh, an hour or so now, so I don't want to overstay our welcome because we don't want to be like, well, actually, that leads us nicely for, like, as we do, we do nice segues on our show normally. Um, we don't want to outstay our welcome, and speaking about things that outstay our welcome, um, Craig, we were going to talk about some podcasts, yeah, now.
1: I just like I love podcasts, and I'm not going to shout out any Disney podcasts. I'm not going to shout out any Universal podcasts. You know where they are. What I will shout out is the Strike Podcast. Go and give that a listen because I like it because <laughs> I'm on it. But but I'm talking just any any pod. I think Nick, you listen to podcasts yep. that that aren't just Disney and Universal. You know so let's broaden people's horizons here yeah so, so I, th- I think several years ago now I got you on to um two or three po- I'm going to, I'm going to reference three podcast episodes that you need to go and listen to as our listeners to this show so the first one is tell them Steve Dave yeah now tell steve dave has just celebrated its 300th episode and that 300th episode was three hours and 42 minutes long and it was genius
0: it was the only thing i am going to say on it the great the best thing about telling him and steve dave is the fact that uh it's quite self-referent quite self reference. yes effective in what I mean, but what I mean is, is there's like a lot of in jokes, um, a lot of things that are brought up from previous shows. So, um, I I agree that 300 is a fantastic episode, but it may not be an ideal episode for a first timer.
1: What I would suggest is going go and reference, telling Steve Dave go and go back to episode one because episode one is a very different episode to episode 300, as all podcasts are, because people change and learn and grow. But the Tell Them Steve, Dave boys are basically Kevin Smith's childhood friends. Kevin Smith, the movie director. Yep. And they're still on the East Coast, whereas Kevin Smith's on the West Coast now. Um, Dave run or Walt Flanagan – Runs Kevin Smith's comic book shop, which is in the TV show *Comic Book Men*, and there is a lot of in jokes. There's a lot of we're, we're trying to build it a little bit with. Uh, they've got Tellum, Steve, Dave, Town, haven't they? And uh, yeah. you know, there's a lot of. It's a, it is a podcast you can get into, but there's 300 of them to get into, and some of them are two three hours long. So, and,
0: and also on that, because, yeah, as you say, like uh, Walt and um, Brian Flanagan are his, uh, friends from, from his youth, but um, it also really introduced the world to Brian Quinn.
1: Brian Quinn, yeah.
0: A.K.A. Q from Impractical
1: Jokers. Exactly. Now, that's a segue to the next podcast episode. Ah, oh,
0: beautiful.
1: And that is, I, I don't know if you're a listener to this, uh, the what say you podcast
0: <laughs> damn right i am
1: right Diamond, now, Diamond bq now they are uh, very infrequent with their episodes but the last episode hasselhoff balls have you listened to it
0: i i listened to it uh monday yeah
1: now i was actually laughing out loud at this one
0: yeah
1: and um, again you've got bq and you've got Sal Volca- Volcano, Volcano, yeah. Yep. And th- these two are pure comedy genius. They bounce off each other. They set up these little um, what ifs. Yep. You know, so this basically, this whole episode is based on what if your girlfriend turned up and she was a perfect girl everything about is perfect 99.9 percent perfect this is the woman you're going to marry and die with and she takes her top off and she's got a full tattoo on her chest right down her body and it's david hasselhoff naked with his balls hanging out what would you do and you go backwards and forwards through the whole episode and it literally had me crying now you can go back sometime last year. Yeah. We're talking March uh, episodes 51 uh, episode 48. So you go back to January last year and what you do is you watch start of fast and furious one, the movie. Yes. You watch that. Then you listen to the podcast that they put out. And again, just blows blows the lid off movies with the realism. What you see on the screen that you get sucked into is obviously fake and all that, but it's the real life ramifications that these go into of what's just happened on that film. You know, where half these cities have been destroyed, people have like took, that bank's just exploded while they pulled the safe out. There was eighty people on that bank and they're all dead. You know, and, and it just goes through like that. And it, it goes through all the Fast and the Furious films. And it, it, it made them films for me, Listen to them.
0: I, I, it gave me a new appreciation, I will say that. But um, I think... So I agree that the last episode was pretty funny with the David Hasselhoff tattoo. But possibly the funniest podcast I've ever listened to Go on. actually episode
1: 19. Oh, that's... The title
0: title of which is, I Have Your Pants.
1: I need to remember this one.
0: This is... So, uh, the other thing as well. So, um, if you've never watched it, um, both Q and Sal Varkano are Impractical Jokers. Not (sighs) that... really poor british version which i just watched tonight for the first time and it's not very good but the american impractical jokers which is probably the funniest thing on tv um and, and this episode is called uh, episode 19 i have your pants so all of the all these episodes are still on um itunes as well um
1: yeah.
0: and this is a story about when uh, sal took delivery of um a package for his neighbor and it happened to be some underwear.
1: Oh, fantastic.
0: And it is the best... It's, I mean, it's it's one long story that he's telling uh, Q uh, had happened to him recently. And it's absolutely fantastic. It re- It's the funniest thing. I've listened to it numerous times now. And uh, it just brings me to tears. It really does.
1: I'm downloading it as we speak.
0: Yeah, it's a very good episode. And you know, you know who else would like one that episode as well, don't you? Go on. Dave Thomas found a Wendy's. Who hey, what? Dave Thomas found a Wendy's.
1: Da- Dave Thomas found a Wendy's.
0: Which is episode twenty, and will become oh, your yeah, yeah. favourite game. Um, okay. So episodes nineteen and twenty are, are excellent. Um, so yeah, so there there is some good podcast listening to it for you. Um, those two shows are great. Um, another one that we both like is... Not that we, the only things we listen to are associated with Kevin Smith, but um, Hollywood Babylon, which yeah. is um, a show that we can only ever try and aspire to because that's also
1: quite pop, pop culture. But um, It's a satirical, part- satirical look at life in la basically isn't it with the celebrities celebrity news more celebrity news than what we'd cover but
0: um yeah and and from people that obviously lived that lifestyle so that's that's always good that's normally in front of a a live audience audience although have you heard the the special episode for yoga hoses
1: i haven't yet
0: that's that's pretty brutal that's that's quite uh that's quite good um and they're all american okay so you might not like that I'm sure most of you will have no problem listening to American podcasts, but you might want something that's a bit more, uh, UK centric. So I'm going to recommend a podcast that I listen to comes out once a week. And, uh, it's John Holmes on talk sport, it's uh, on talk radio. Sorry. So, uh, this is someone who I've listened to on numerous radio stations over the years. He's now on talk radio in the UK. Um, and it's 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 just a a kind of topical uh show that they do five days a week and the podcast is just the highlights of that week but there's normally some some gems uh during that so um if you want something with a bit more of a british twist uh I, i'd recommend that
1: oh there you go so uh, there's the your homework got, go and listen have you got any others As daddy, for Uh, now. I've I've got I've got
0: more than that, but I think that's a good starter for ten. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Starter for four. Um, Let's not give all our eggs out at once, but um, I I think there's some good episodes there, and definitely some good recommendations. So, um, so yeah, and you know, Craig is someone who loves to listen to podcasts. Full stop. So if you've got a podcast that you listen to that you think might be of interest to to us and our listeners, let us know.
1: We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. and. Uh...
0: None, but but immediately, when I say that, one thing I'm going to say right now, Eva Malaby, don't try and send your podcast <laughs> in. We know about your podcast. It's a poor man's universal after dark, and we're not going to plug it on this show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're not. Why are you, man? <laughs> and now today, Spoggy is going to get shot in the eyes with Pete and he'll go I'm blind oh
0: Jeff and that's that so uh, that's it thank you for listening I um, appreciate it's a bit of a, of a random show and it's going to evolve and it's going to uh, maybe it'll get better maybe it'll get worse who knows um, this has just been the two of us there will be um, other people joining us as we go on um, but thank you for, for giving us a listen yeah thank you very much feedback is appreciated
1: if we get enough listeners if we get enough positive feedback there's potential for this show to go onto its own feed like universal after dark has done yep we're gonna we're gonna put a few shows out just as on the on the dis after dark feed for now just to see how we're getting on
0: yeah and then and then we'll say and do we, do you, uh, have we got any more shows joining the podcast network? Or is that still a negotiation?
1: Still in negotiation. Um, we Obviously, the Strike podcast is already in the After Dark podcast network. So there's, we've got three shows there. This one, if it lives on, will be a fourth show. Um, so we're taking the world by storm.
0: Well, to be honest, uh, I think this show's going to live on even if we just do it to just for our entertainment.
1: I've enjoyed just shooting the shit. Um we've got stuff on this we can do of, you know, reviewing the, the year gone by, a year in review review of movies, a, a year in review of games, or just just anything, you know, there's there's it's anything and everything in it. So
0: pop off the dark. That means we can talk about whatever what the hell we like.
1: And if anyone wants us to sit down and watch Airplane whilst we're drinking and do a, a commentary on it, you can. You're more than welcome to join us.
0: I'm I'm well up for that. I haven't seen Airplane for a few years now.
1: I haven't seen Airplane in 20 years, and it's on Netflix. Really?
0: Yeah. Oh no! Like when I say, I mean like probably about four or five years. I watch that every now and again. I, I like Airplane a lot. Sounds like a plane. Okay, maybe we'll do it as a Christmas special then.
1: Yeah, surely you can't be serious
0: i am and please don't call me shirley <laughs> and on that note thank you and
1: goodbye. i'll be back
0: yeah we'll definitely be back
1: that was like a pop culture reference. i'll be back that's be catchphrase
0: that's your catchphrase i'm sure it's someone yeah. else's catchphrase as well
1: well i've got it now and if he wants to take it off me You'll have to come and find me because I'm scouse and (laughs) hard.
0: is part of the After Dark Podcast Ooh.